Welcome to Tips from Trestle. This podcast is dedicated to discussing the senior living industry with a unique focus on food, hospitality, and leadership. I'm your host, Aaron Fish. As a 25-year veteran of the hospitality industry, I've focused my work on creating exceptional experiences for the customers we serve. My goal for this podcast? Educate, inform, and inspire leaders in senior living to bring food and hospitality to the front of mind in our industry. Let's bring the innovative and passionate spirit of hospitality to everything that we do. For the residents, families, guests, and employees we serve each and every day. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Sasha Don's background is in enterprise tech sales and was brought to the senior living industry through a story with her father through COVID. The painful story is similar to those we have heard throughout the world. However, Sasha has created a web-based platform that fosters social participation and family involvement. She is the founder and CEO of Utopia Experiences, a software as a service company that brings live virtual hands-free game shows to our senior communities to connect, engage, and delight while building community and reducing staff burnout, all from one easy to use platform. Sasha, I wanna thank you for coming on Tips from Trestle today. Thanks for having me, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here. So, you know, we've met and talked about what you're doing uh, prior to this, but I want you to kind of explain to our listeners, what is Utopia Experiences and kind of give us more detail on the backstory of how you got to where you're at. Yeah, thank you. That's a great, it's a great start. Um, Utopia Experiences, well, Utopia by definition is a made up, dreamed up wonderland and all of our utopias um, will be different depending on who who we are and, and what we are. And really, I think my gift is just to find that connection within each individual and create an experience that is full of connection and engagement so Utopia Experiences came from that background. The backstory about why Utopia Experiences really, um, you know, the more personal I get with the story, the more universal I feel I become. And mm. I really find that like my story is not all that unique at all. And my issues, while they felt so isolating um, and personal, are really the same issues of thousands, um, particularly during COVID. So while it was such a time of loneliness, what I found by telling my story is I never really was alone. I just felt lonely. Yeah. I, you can relate, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, no, you know, being on the operation side throughout COVID and seeing so many residents and their experience and how we worked tirelessly as an industry to try and reconnect them. It was so, it was draining, but it was also rewarding to find solutions. And, you know, I think that's where your story kind of spoke to me a little bit because that's kind of why you're doing what you're doing. You needed to find a solution. To exactly, that. exactly. Um, my, my COVID story uh, was uh, in 2019 while I was living in Colorado in quarantine uh, my brother was on the East Coast, he's in the military, my um, mother and children on the West Coast, and my father was living in Arizona. My father, um, while I have brothers, I'm an, um, the only girl and I'm a daddy's girl. 
My father is a Vietnam vet, um, obviously since retired. Uh, he served five tours uh, for nine years in Vietnam as a Green Beret Special Forces paratrooper. Pretty much a really tough guy. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've, <laughs> that's what I've known. Yeah. Um, at about Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, we um, were notified that my dad fell and was placed in a VA hospital. He spent five days in the hospital. He had suffered a stroke um, and had massive injuries to um, his body. After the VA hospital, he was placed in what I know today to be um, a SNF facility, a skilled nursing facility. And I got updates from the nursing and doctor staff. I could call the front desk to connect with them, but it was the activities professionals that were able to connect me virtually to my father. I got great updates from the nurses um, and doctors, but and therapists as well. But they couldn't, uh, they didn't have the time or the bandwidth, obviously, to sit down next to my dad and set up a FaceTime visit. But the activities director there, her name was Sue, and after 11 grueling days for me uh, to try to make this connection, I found her and she set me up on a FaceTime visit with my dad. And um, it was beyond traumatizing for me. It was life-changing. I saw for the first time what I know you saw and what I'm learning um, the senior industry saw on a regular basis multiplied by thousands. My dad was isolated. He was lonely. He was confused. For the first time in my life, when I looked into my dad's eyes on the video screen, he was afraid. And that changed me. I didn't know how to respond or help or offer any comfort. There was absolutely nothing I could do. And at the time uh, in 2019, I was longing to connect. Um, and what brought me joy was connecting people. And I was playing this fun little cheesy game that I had bought off Etsy, you know, yeah. a, a version, uh, a replica of game shows that we see on television today. And I did it with family and friends and uh, started doing family reunions. And then it really took off and I started doing corporate events, client appreciations. And then when I met Sue at the skilled nursing facility, I learned about your industry and that you, Sue specifically, was um, overworked, understaffed, underpaid. She was using her own money to buy ice cream for the residents. And she was running up and down the hallway calling out bingo numbers and letters to residents behind plastic wrap. And she missed her family. And in my friendship um, evolution with Sue, I said, Sue, let me let me help you. Let me play this game yeah. um, for you, you and your grandkids. And she said, Sasha, if you're willing to do this for me, could you just do it for the residents? I just wanted her to be happy. So I sent her the Zoom link like I did everybody else. And um, she set it up on iPads in on the tray tables. I played with my dad. I played with a woman who also was recovering from stroke and another young man who was um, now paralyzed from the waist down recovering from an ATV accident. Mm -hmm. And for 30 minutes, they saw my game show persona, which is a much more um, extroverted, exaggerated version of Sasha uh, with the yellow game show blazer and a bow in my hair. And we played a game and they forgot that's uh, probably putting it too far. We all kind of forgot where we were and we yeah. enjoyed each other and we laughed and they won at something. And at the end of it, Aaron, we all cried. 
Yeah. And it was in that moment Amazing. that I knew this is, this is what I need to do. Yeah. You know, I, you know, one of the first things we talked about was in the middle of the pandemic, my family did something kind of similar with another group of some industry partners. And it was really nice to be able to engage and mm -hmm. to kind of talk to and see other people, not just necessarily on a phone or on a work related zoom call, but it was people that I kind of knew uh, in the industry and we were just socializing and it was great. Right. Right. So I had also done like, um, girls calls and book clubs and happy hours with friends, but something about a facilitated engagement was what I was offering. Mm -hmm. And it really allowed for us to feel relaxed afterwards and they could all talk. They hadn't seen each other, you know, in days, weeks, nobody was going out of their rooms and they were like, how are you next door? And it just all of a sudden reminded you that you weren't alone. Yeah. So it leads me to want to ask you specifically about utopia experiences, right? Cause that's what you're doing now. And obviously there's a, a purpose behind it. So what kind of impact are you, you trying to build with resident engagement in the senior living space? Thank you. There's, there's a lot of incredible, um, software and hardware solutions out there that offer engagement and and there's always room for more mm -hmm. what we are doing that's a little bit different is we are offering a live host so it is a game uh we offer you know in games to come we will have a platform of multiple games currently we have one game which is called spintopia it is a version of wheel of fortune and uh it's hangman essentially uh so we have a customizable um categories and puzzles and we're able to connect over zoom or any other virtual platform but zoom is widely used and we all got uh really comfortable with zoom <laughs> over the it's pandemic good. and so we connect with uh residents and we host games we can do it for residents in their rooms we can do it in a congregate setting in the activities room we can also connect and play with residents and their families. So it's really providing an intergenerational connection uh, with the college student who wants to play with grandma, who calls her maybe once a week or once a month, but mm -hmm. it's um, a limited conversation. And this is really facilitated engagement and it really gives families peace of mind and an opportunity to see how mom or dad is doing. Uh, it's it's one thing to show up for a five, 10 minute call, but to really engage um, cognitively um, mm -hmm. and and facilitate that sort of socialization is, is much different and very, very unique considering um, where we've been and what we can do today. Definitely, yeah. I, you know, from watching family members come in, you know, there always feels like there's, they're there for more than just visiting with the resident, right? Like they feel like they've got to check in with the nurses or check in with the executive director or make sure mom is eating the way she needs to, right? And so um, a lot of times what I've seen is families will come into a community, they'll talk to all the different directors and important people running the community that they feel they need to. And then they go and they'll sit in the apartment with that, you know, their mom or their grandmother or whatever. And then it's kind of, well, what do we do now? You know, 
and, it, and I think it's just because it's it's the setting they're in, and it's not like I'm going to visit them at their home, right? Like I think about when I go to visit my in-laws, you know, we go to their house, we have things to do, the kids are there and it doesn't quite feel the same as if I was going to see someone in a community. And Mm -hmm. so I I think this is a unique kind of experience that you're you're creating for that visit. Right, we have um, a use case that we just experienced last week where they were in lockdown um, here in Maryland and they, four residents were able to play on the iPads, but they also plugged it into the television network throughout the entire community. So all the residents could log into channel 67 and see their four friends on television playing this game, you know? And so the activities director was walking down the hallway and she heard one of the residents hollering at the television. You know, all of the letters were filled in except for the two Zs and the contestants just weren't solving it. And he was yelling, it's deep dish pizza, deep dish pizza. (laughs) Um, But just being able to watch it on television, which is also something we can do for the families. If you know that your mom or dad is playing at five o'clock on Tuesdays, like they have the last 12 weeks, you could log in on the Zoom link and rather than watching television while you cook dinner or something, you could watch mom or dad play the game. And we call those audience members and we have unlimited audience um, member viewing within that community service. Oh, wow, that's really great. Um, So that begs the question, how how do you pick the four residents? Is it kind of a sign up? Is it through the activities department? Like, how does that piece work? Because I would, it sounds to me like you're probably going to get a lot of residents that want to participate. So I'm curious how that piece works. Yeah, that's a great question. I actually don't know the answer. I do know they only had four iPads, so maybe Mm. they just asked for, I'm not sure how the four came about. Oftentimes before they were in lockdown, they would go and play in the community room and we would do teams. And so we could have, you know, up to 20 people playing. You know, Mm. we have four spaces, um, but they could put as many people on the team. And it's really fun to see the team engagement as well, because, you know, should we call a T or a P? And they really they really connect and engage and get stimulated by each other. And they really get competitive. I mean, it it gets it gets real competitive. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. So that's the you know, in the engagement for the residents and the families is amazing. What's the benefit for a, a resident engagement director? You know, it's one more thing they have to take care of. Like, what's what's the advantages for them in all of this? Well, we really are kind of paving our way into virtual programming. So we are essentially a virtual activities assistant. So once, not that they can set it up and leave, but they can sit, they can set the game up and they can do what they love to do, which is engage with the residents rather mm-hmm. than facilitating to um, a group of residents. They can also do cross programming so they can set up our game and come in and out of the room. We are we are there to facilitate the game and we're um, in close communication, you know, with with the staff and from a staff perspective, we're also finding it's really great community morale because we can have, you know, 
the head of the dining, we can have the head of the nursing department come in and for 20 minutes, you know, be a team captain and engage with the residents. And we've done that in some of our communities here. And we're finding that, you know, people will say, oh, I was on Steve's turn. I was on Steve's team last week. We didn't do so well. I, I'm going to be on Aaron's team this week. And it really builds some fun competitiveness within the um, different departments. It's also been used now for sales and marketing to help with prospecting. It's really a great way to um, show a resident what how fun it is to be in your community. So we send like these little like tickets out that say admit one, you know, come back either virtually or in person and, you know, be on Aaron's team or be, you know, some people we also are able to um, record attendance. And so we can tell Aaron if you've showed up and played or maybe you showed up and you were a viewer, um, mm -hmm. but now you are a contestant. So we really pay attention to the people that weren't real comfortable um, to come out of their rooms or to participate, but now that they have changed from a viewer to a player. Um, so the community morale is, is really obvious to us um, yeah. as a huge indicator and it really makes a community, it really differentiates the community and what we're able to offer them. No, and one of the things that you said that kind of surprised me was the the sales and marketing piece. You know, it, you know, for me, I can easily connect the dots and go, yeah, you invite prospects, and you can do it virtually, or they can come to the community. But to to see that on the back end, you also are collecting some data as far as who is arriving, who's attending, who's participating, who's just viewing, and really giving some data points to the community to be able to, to act upon. That's a really unique feature that I, I haven't heard from other kind of uh, virtual activity kind of programs uh, before. So that's really kind of cool. Thank you. Yeah, we, yep. we kind of got that idea. I I didn't know the whole process from prospecting from a sales and marketing perspective, but you know, moving into a senior living community for the first time can be really challenging for both yep. the resident and the family and just to be able to see how much fun it can be or to be able just to make that transition a little bit easier but like you said if they took that admit ticket and logged into the zoom link that they were provided we would be able to capture that data and give it back to the sales and marketing team so they could see oh gosh you know we suggested aaron's mom log in she logged in and she was she was a viewer for 42 minutes like what value that would ring to open up the conversation and and follow up with them yeah i mean that's a lot of contact time for a prospect 42 yeah, minutes right. yeah for, that really is um, well, you gotta solve the puzzle you can't go until you've solved a couple of puzzles. <laughs> that's true right. um so what are some of the other value propositions for owners and operators because obviously you know resident engagement is great and being able to to have prospects see that um, but what are some of the other opportunities that 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 they can see come from your uh, Utopia experience? Sure. Games? Uh, one of the things that we're also learning is how human resources can utilize the game from a, a community and employee standpoint. You know, like, for example, they've just done, you know, new employee orientation. Maybe they could play the game at the end and, you know, use some of the puzzles that says, you know, when we walked you through the dining room, what's the chef's name? Is it Jim, Bob, or Mary? Uh, those little things can be customizable. It really builds um, engagement and and connection within 
within the organization as a whole. I mean, even to have, we've kind of talked about with one of our organizations that we're working with, have the CEO, you know, be a co-host or even a team captain. Um, it just really speaks to the humanity and the connection and, you know, the carrying forward that each community really wants to say that they have. And it, it's a really great way to give an example of who they are as an organization. Yeah, no, I definitely can see that, you know, being able to, you know, in a, when I think about like employee, you know, recruitment, right, one of the things that I talk about is, you know, you've got to sell your culture, you've got to sell, you know, nobody, when they're looking to come work for you cares that you have 60 locations and that you've won awards for your care, right? That's mm -hmm. great for marketing to prospects, but not necessarily to employees, right? They want to know, how is this going to be great for me? And being able to, you know, engage them in a way like this, I think can really, really be a differentiator. Um, mm -hmm. And plus it makes that actual onboarding better. You know, the idea of using the, the kind of the end of training questions actually being something like this, as opposed to an online test where I click buttons and things of that nature. Uh, that would be something I'd remember and would probably get me excited about uh, what is my next day going to look like? What is my next week and month going to look like for sure? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, so how does your, how does all of this work? So let's say an owner operator or, or community wanted to engage you in let's, I want to set this up. I want to make this happen. How, how does that work? Sure. Well, I obvious thing is really to understand what it looks like in their community. And we've done some case studies over the last three months to really help give an organization um, a bird's eye view as to what that would look like into something similar with um, different types, whether it's home care, independent, assisted, uh, long-term skilled memory. We have had some experience in all of those areas. We are launching publicly in July, but I think just contacting me directly, uh, I'm up for um, any any sort of a way to really help them understand. I under, It's such a new radical technology that until you see the game, you don't really get how, how profound and how awesome it is. Um, <laughs> So setting, setting up a demo is really, I think, the first step in getting an understanding. We sell it as a service. So once we bring on an organization, we do online training. We have a virtual um, platform that does that. We input the residents' data. Uh, we are under um, and adhere to strict you know, HIPAA compliance. We don't collect any PHI. However, we uh, try to honor and um, honor the compliance factor of that. But then it's just a calendar. It's a real simple, easy to use calendar. You click add game, you set up a game, you input the players and you know give them fun team names if that's what they want. And then you play the game uh, internally hosted with, it can be hosted by activities departments. Volunteers are now starting to host because people wanna help. Um, yeah. But what do they do? Um, it, it sometimes is hard to, you know, go and engage or go talk or go ask them questions. But this is a really fun and easy way for people to volunteer. So showing them how to use the platform. And then um, we also have external uh, professional hosts that we hire through Utopia Experiences if they want to have that extra birthday party host. Um, and we hire activities assistants, uh, retired teachers, improv actors, comedians. Um, we have a really, we have a really fun opportunity for people to engage with seniors from the comfort of their home if they'd like. 
Wow. That's really cool. So, well, Sasha, this has been great. I, you know, I love what you're doing. I think this platform is unique. Uh, I love the hosted aspect of it because anybody can go online and play a trivia game, but to have that interaction, have somebody kind of driving it, that's really, really cool. Um, Tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can learn more about Utopia Experiences, set up a demo like you suggested. Uh, What's the best way to do all of that? I think the best way is to go directly to our website, which is utopiaexperiences.net. Contact us now, uh, set up a demo, contact me. My information is available. You can reach out to me directly. I'd be happy to set something up with you. Awesome. Well, Sasha, I think you so much for your time today telling us about utopia experiences and the resident engagement you're trying to build um and this has just been a wonderful chat so i appreciate you being here on tips from trestle thank you thanks for letting me share my story it really it keeps me grounded and reminds me of my why and uh, it's an honor to be serving alongside all of you that's awesome thanks so much sasha thank you So there you have it, another one in the books. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. You can follow or direct message me on LinkedIn, where I'm always commenting and posting about food, hospitality, and leadership for the senior living industry. Or give me a follow on Twitter at AHFish or Instagram at Aaron H. Fish. And check out my company, Trestle Hospitality Concepts, at www.trestlehospitalityconcepts.com. I'm your host, Aaron Fish, and this has been another episode of Tips from Trestle.